Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The following is a presentation of the College Athletes Network. Navigating social media and just everything that comes with being like a star in college basketball. Who are you talking about? A star? In college? Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that 3-16 and 16 game didn't look like a star, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. What's good, y'all? Welcome into episode 10, double digits of the Gimme Timmy podcast. I'm your host, Drew Timmy. I'm Noah Bono. We're here on iHeartRadio, College Athletes Network. You guys know the vibe. I got my little bro here with me, Drew. What's good, bro? Nah, I ain't little bro. <laughs> I'm taller than you, fam. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like two, three years older than you, so you have to just give me, you got to give me the respect, you know what I mean? You can be my at-level bro then, because they can't At-level bro. Out. You know what? I hate how that sounds. To ask everybody to subscribe, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to get a lot of candy from the Easter Bunny, I guess that's the next closest holiday for us. Then um, <laughs> Maybe Valentine's you want the Easter Bun- or Yeah, if you want love and Cupid to shoot an arrow at you and your lover, subscribe. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> subscribe, guys, please. We appreciate it. I don't know if you guys saw the Twitter. If you haven't, we, we climbed all the way up to number six in the rankings. Um, Round of applause for the podcast, man. Man, dope stuff. Couldn't do it without the people listening, subscribing, supporting. So, again, appreciate all you. And also, if you guys want video highlights of every episode, please make sure you sub- you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Pod. We post highlight clips of me and Drew's cute little faces. Um, I'm a little bit cuter than Drew. I think the fans and the people listening would agree got that big mug crazy fucking stash uh, <laughs> the slander's Something. crazy early i love it i love it <laughs> um all right enough of the bullshit we got another cool <laughs> cool show in store um you know me and drew can babble about just about anything uh we're gonna talk games and then we're gonna have a little special guest appearance uh from none other than drew's mom mrs megan timmy the creator <laughs> yes the creator <laughs> Uh, then we're going to sp- spend some time reading off some fan questions that you guys sent in. We have a bunch uh, that we had to sift through. So we you know, might not get to every single one. We do appreciate everybody sending them in, though. Um, but, yeah, so we are going to start with the Zags' last couple games and the upcoming ones. But before we do, um, 
I personally, nobody told me to do this. I want to just shout out um, all the Gonzaga beat writers, uh, specifically Theo Lawson of the Spokane Review. I do a lot of hunting on his page uh, when I prep for the podcast. And he, you know, just a ton of good Gonzaga information that helps me and just have the necessary information that I need. So quick shout out to him and all the people covering Gonzaga basketball. You guys do a great job. Um, So starting us off, man. Let's start with USF. You were fucking terrible. <laughs> and fucking I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's not beat around the bush. We all know it's not that big of a deal. It you know it was coming. Three of 16, 11 points, four rebounds, four assists. The only thing that really matters though is that you guys squeaked out a win. So, talk to us. What what the what was going on, man? I mean, law of averages is a double double edged sword. It was just for me. I was stabbing people. It was great. Then San Fran, it said, nope, 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 time to stab you. And then I got hurt by my own sword. <laughs> Man. But it happens. I mean, it happens. Shit, I, all those shots I shot, I, 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 I live with those shots. They were good shots. They just didn't happen to go in. I mean, if we were in the middle of the ocean, me and you, on a little life raft, you know, like our ship crashed. And you said, you have to kick this ball in the ocean. And I would have kicked the ball. It would have landed on like a shark fin and been above water or like <laughs> landed on like a freaking log or something. Like it was just one of those nights where nothing, nothing fell. But, you know, yeah. it's nice having guys like Ross Sear and just Nolan, Julian, Tom just really stepping up. Malachi, like everyone just came through, Ben. It was it was awesome. And yeah. uh, it was nice because uh, I could feel I got a, it was funny. I got a lot of uh, like comments and DMs like oh you fucking suck you pussy and then we won it's like just kidding just kidding like people were waiting for a game like that from you yeah i mean it was bound to happen like i knew it i wasn't there's there's nothing that game i could have done i felt like that would have made the ball go in it was just one of those crazy games for me yeah you can't really do much about that how touch on just like the frustration that you feel you know the game's almost over like let's let's go to like the six minute mark of the second half and you just know like it's one of those nights, like you, you know, you've accepted that it's one of those nights, but you're still got to compete. You got to finish the game. Maybe you can get a bucket late, like just maybe make some sort of big play. But like, just talk about the frustration that you know, like you're you're facing, you're dealing with, and you're like, fuck, we got six more minutes, and I'm playing like dog shit. Like, what do I do to not <laughs> fuck this up for my team? You know? Yeah, it, it was really annoying, honestly. But uh, it's just one of those things, like. Teams are still going to double me and still going to, you know, have that heavy shading toward me when I get the ball anywhere. Like, I was able to hit Ton for a dunk, like, uh, off a short roll. Oh, great pass. And the odds of me making the floater at that point in time are probably negative (laughs) 20%. But it's just things like that, just finding other ways to impact the game, you know, still having to play defense and block out and do all all the other things that it takes to win and just, you know, just saying screw it. Like, it's all right if it's not your night because, uh, you know, fucking MJ doesn't have a good game every night. So it's just one of those things. Yeah. And it, you know, like you said, it was bound to happen. And I, I was saying this to you before we started, but like, I, I did feel bad because you were bringing it up to me after last week's pod off the record. I'm just like, man, like I've been so hot. Like, you know, something's got to give, right? Like, you know, can't stay hot <laughs> forever type shit. And not, you know, 
I just was sitting there watching the game, man. I'm like, fuck, like, is this my fault? Like, I had nothing to do with it, but I'm like, <laughs> it was. how much of this is my fault? <laughs> Probably like 98%. You can't put no. shit like that out in the universe. I didn't bring it up, though. We were just, just backhand you in the face. We were just candidly talking about it. I'm pretty sure you're the fucking one that said, I, oh, you know, I can't, you know, it's going to happen eventually, right? And I was like, I mean, yeah, but like. Then, then what did you say? You were like, oh, you'll probably go like, what's a bad game for you? Like two for 12. And lo and behold, I did one day go three for 16 or so. It was even worse than what you said because you put that energy out. Hey, shout out to Rasir Bolton, though. That mother, bro, what the, my God. Should have gave him the ball every time down. That's what he, he does. That's what he does. He had the one on the, like the right guard spot, right wing area where he like, he jab stepped a couple times, or he he caught it out on the perimeter, like as he was backpedaling. He was gonna keep running, like he was gonna look for the next action, but then his defender just kind of backed up, and he was like, "Fuck it," and shot it, and it, it it honestly looked good. And he put his hand up, like said, "My bad" to Coach Few. Um, but you can't even like it. Just it was maybe like weird timing for a heat check, but he was hot. Like you gotta, you gotta, kind of had him. to, yeah, you had you to live feed with him. Had to live with that one. <laughs> you gotta feed him. Um. Okay, end of the game, he gets the putback and one off your miss. Crazy fan, green shirt, comes literally like he was right next to you guys. Um, and it looked like he just screamed like, that's bullshit. Like, that, that's what the, the lips read, but he was right next to you. Uh, did you hear something different? I ain't going to lie. Like, I get so many people just chirp at me and yell at me during games. That I, I literally just, I can block everyone out in the arena except my coaches, teammates, and like my family. Literally, yeah. like I, I didn't, I'd even hear it when it happened. And, I, and if you look at the clip, I'm looking like right at him. I didn't even I know. I didn't even notice him, see him. Like it was crazy. Yeah, and I I was think he like, was brushing shoulders with you. Like he was that. <laughs> he was right next to you, guy. And then you could see Rasir. Like he definitely heard him because he started laughing. Like he had like a big smile on his face. <laughs> like you know, like fuck these USF fans. Like we just, yeah, you know. But it was just crazy. Like I, I don't know. It just was one of those. Like you had people on Twitter. Like man, get that guy out of here. He just, well, he just. I don't care, but he was just like a little too close. It was like, bro, like, don't get in the player's face. Like, get sit. You know, you got to know your boundary. Yeah, well, that's what a dickhead gets, I guess. <laughs> You're a fucking grown man yelling at a goddamn kid, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. reassess your life, man. <laughs> um, okay, so squeeze out a win there. Thank God. You go to Santa Clara and you start off over four. It's looking like, oh shit, is he about to have two bad games in a row? But that's that's tough. It's like a good shooter. You don't miss two shots in a row. You're a great player. You ain't gonna have two two games like that in a row. So you you know you had a little little lag from the first game or from the USF game to the Santa Clara game where it was like, dude, it's been a minute since you've even made a field goal. Um, but then you got it going. Twenty points, six rebounds, four assists, seven to fifteen. You played your game. Um, take us through the bounce back. Like you're over oh of four. How does your how do you get your head in it where you're like, dude, am I am I in for two bad games in a row? Well, I almost airballed my first free throw, too. I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like, not this shit again. I was like, no way. I was like, this can't happen again. Yeah. And I was just like, and then, I'm, and then um, I made a hook shot. I think Nolan passed it to me, and it was like a turnaround to my right hand on the baseline. It was nothing but net. And, I, and then, like, then a timeout happened, and I literally said, all right, guys, I'm back. All I needed to see was one go through the net, and I'm good now. <laughs> yeah and then it was just like the floodgates came back to me and it was like the rim and i just rekindled our bond and love for each other and like mm. it was it was a special moment like fireplace hot cocoa 
it's nighttime it's getting intense <laughs> like it was awesome <laughs> dude talk about like just how like you said you were like oh no not again you almost airballed your first free throw like like for people who kind of don't get it like the mental side of basketball where like you are struggling like you could have like you know if you weren't mentally tough enough or just like you were overthinking stuff maybe too much like you could have easily slid down that slope and had another bad game right away like it really wouldn't have been that hard you know what i mean like you had to kind of that mental edge of like am i going to keep going down or is there going to be something that picks me up and then the free throw picks you up a little bit you start to feel it but like there's like a slippery slope there of like you could have had a bad game again no i definitely like when i started over four and then i was like oh fuck like like i was just like damn and then you know i kind of was just like kind of you know like when you kind of look yourself in the mirror i was like in my imagination looking at myself in the mirror like and the dude in the mirror is like the fuck are you you drew fucking timmy and like you splash some water in your face and you're like what what who are you bro you're not a bitch like come on and like you know i've i put in so much like i I think i set it after the game i was like i put in too much goddamn work to you know to not play good and to not not do what i do and like i mean the amount of just time and those shots I put in and like everything, I was like, you're too good. Like it'll fall. It just is what it is. Like you had a hot streak. Cool. You're cooling off a little bit, but you're still drew Timmy. Like you got to do what you do best. And that's produce at a high level for your team. And like, once I saw that first one going, I was like, all right, it's like, it's kind of like I got the monkey off my back. Like I can do this. And that was kind of like the, another slap in the face. And then after that, I just didn't even look back kind of, but it, it definitely is a real thing because, I mean, I say all the time the game's 95% mental, I think. And, like, yeah. it, it is it is a hard battle to have, especially, like, when you're on the road and you're not getting any lever support and every mistake and missed shot, you know, everyone's just hounding you and everything. So it's one of those things where, like, you really do have to be mentally strong and also just kind of kind of just, like, trust yourself and, like, just know all the work that you put in before that when nobody saw, no one was around, like, is is prepared you for this moment and that's kind of just what i had to lean back on was just my basics and everything i've done before this yeah no it's i mean like i said it's hard for a great player to kind of not do what you did to bounce back um i think everybody you know yeah you had to get the monkey off your back you had to shake some things off Mm -hmm. early in that santa clara game and obviously it made it tougher because they were both two road games so it was like you didn't have like the support of the kennel after the USF game. I mean, obviously Gonzaga fans are traveling and stuff, but you weren't in the thick of like a home environment where like you could just rely on the crowd and shit and they would get you going. Um, You got another away game. So you're at BYU coming up two days from now. We're recording this on Tuesday night. So Thursday night, primetime matchup on ESPN. Probably your last game ever at BYU. Like what do you, you know, what do you look forward to in a game like this? Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna be a battle, and BYU's always always plays us good, especially at home. And um, their fans, man, I don't I don't think they're allowed to drink like caffeine or something, but like they bring the energy. <laughs> they <laughs> they, they chant and like everything. The rock, it's huge. It's a great environment, and uh, Coach Pope's a really good coach too. He, I mean, they always play us good, so it's gonna be a battle. And um, you know, we hate each other. <laughs> like I, I could care less about BYU. They could care less about us. Like that's the beauty of it is like, while there is that respect there between the two programs, like there's no love lost. And that's what makes it so fun is how hard that like we all compete when we play against each other. So it's going to be a battle for sure. As a new myself, someone that's like newly pays, you know, much more attention to Gonzaga, the fan base, the program, what, 
give some background for no love lost. Is it just because it's another WCC opponent with them? Like, or is there something, what's the history? Well, I mean, it's always like the top three is like us, BYU and St. Mary's. And like, we're always battling for the top of the conference. We always have the closest games. It's like the hardest. And like, it's always the most hostile environments within the conference too. Like, because BYU, like, usually legitimately always just has a shot to, like, challenge – you know what I'm saying? To challenge us and everything. And, like, it's just, like, the top dogs, you know? Like, just that competitiveness comes out and everything. So, it's it's going to be great. And, I mean, my freshman year, they stormed the court on us after they beat us. And mm. that was – that was that was that was a crazy experience just to like <laughs> have that happen as much yeah. as it sucked. But like I mean, last year they played the video before the game of them storming the court. Like <laughs> you're trying to just throw lighter fluid to the bonfire. <laughs> like, oh, it's what? war. It's war. Like it's it's like that stuff. I'm like, all right, that happened like three years ago. Like we're still playing that. <laughs> still holding on to it. Yeah. That was that was their uh that was their final four. Um all right, well, I'm juiced up. I'm always juiced up for a, you know a primetime ESPN Zag matchup. I hate when I got to stream the game on the stadium app, man. It's a pain in my ass. All right, like um, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. We got a we got something great coming up after the break. Joined by Drew Timmy's mom, Mrs. Megan Timmy. Gonna have some fun with her. Some cool questions. Get her perspective on Drew's crazy ass, and um, it's gonna be fun. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back on the Gimme Timmy podcast. This is episode 10. I'm Noah Bono. I got Drew Timmy with me, star of the show, star of the Zag, star of college basketball. Well, you guys remember that person I called a dick the other week? Well, she decided to join us on the show today to address it. So uh, welcome in my mom, everyone. <laughs> Hello. That's your intro? <laughs> oh, my gosh. God. Drew's respect level for you is really up in the air. It is very high. I love my mom. God, I hope so. He is he is super good to me outside of those ridiculousness things that he likes to say. But he's pretty good. He's pretty good dude. What's your reaction when you read like a or you're listening to the podcast and you're like, wait, did my kid just call me a dick? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, let's just start with that one's not going to pass me by without without telling everybody about it and making sure I shame him to the utmost. But um, <laughs> it's a little shocking, a little eye roll, and then like. 
wow, Noah, you decided you were going to include that in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, way to try to throw not, me under the bus. Hey, I don't get any blame for that. Okay, I mean, I get like ten percent for yeah, not cutting it out, but like Drew gets all the blame. <laughs> um, but that's like the main question I want to ask you, Mrs. Timmy, is like obviously something you know, like he calls you a dick. It's like you laugh it off, you joke about it, but like. Like, how does that, like, kind of describe your guys' relationship together, like, mom to son? You know, like, we're super playful, honestly. Like, I know how much Drew loves me, and, and he is super, super good to all of us. He's a big family guy. And so, um, while I would love a different choice of words um, <laughs> than that, um, like, it, we're just playful. Like, we kind of keep each other real. Like, anytime we're feeling pretty high on ourselves, we can always count on someone else to make sure we know exactly where our feet should be on the ground. So... Um, we like to joke around and have a good time. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, um, I've been grounded a lot and growing up as a kid, so, uh, I'll get humbled real quick <laughs> and, uh, there's not a second thought about it. So, uh, I, I know my place in the, uh, totem pole of the family for sure. <laughs> Last, <laughs> um, <laughs> Mrs. Timmy, you said you wanted, you had some good recruiting stories for us about Drew. What, what's like a couple that are, that come to mind? Let me ask you this, Drew. Do you have a favorite one? We did have some pretty epic uh, instances. You don't have to name the school. You can give me a little hint. <laughs> I would just say a couple. We've had a couple unfriendly combos because I would always, my mom and dad, they were like, every coach that you have to cut out or every school you cut from your list, you have to call the coach that you have a relationship with and tell them yourself before like you post the list that you're you're not going there and why just because it's like adulthood and respectful <laughs> and um, there was yep. a couple couple coaches that were not happy to get that phone call and i mean really not happy <laughs> that, that is true we had a couple who like would cuss drew out on there or would just rip him up one side or down the other if they just didn't like what he was saying that was pretty funny just by telling them he didn't he wasn't going to go to that school we get cursed mm -hmm. out <laughs> yeah yeah, and a couple of hate texts, like really <laughs> pretty substantial hate texts, so they're on the list forever. Okay, we don't need <laughs> names, but have you gotten the chance to play against any of those guys? A couple. Like a, a couple. Yes. A couple. Okay, okay. Yes. that's good enough. We had. I do have one funny recruiting story. I'm not going to say the school unless Drew decides he wants to, but uh, it was one of the, it was probably, it wasn't the first, but it was one of the first ones, and Drew was, um, Drew was on his way to another camp, and so we stopped for a visit, and anyway, we had this really just great visit, and Drew had one of his teammates with him and his brother, and at the end of the tour, like, unexpectedly, we got this really, really high-pressure, like, sales pitch to commit, like, right now, and it was high-pressure, and Drew's, like, 16 at the time, and so... This coach starts out with, uh, you know, you know, when I met my wife, like, I mean, I knew she was the one. And when you know it's the one, like, you have to go with it's the one. And, you know, and Drew's kind of trying to, like, have this conversation. You can tell he's, like, a little bit out of his element and he's getting a little nervous. And so he kind of looks over at me for, and it was kind of like our little signal for help. So I was like, well, you know, he is only 16. Like, I mean, I want him to date around a little bit and make sure he knows what he wants. And, you know, and he's like, yeah, but when, when it's the one, you, you know, it's the one. And I'm like, yeah, but you have to have enough experience to know that it's the one. And we're in this really small room and the coaches are kind of lined up around. And so he's like, well, you don't want him to be that kind of a guy. And I'm like, 
no, I want him to have a little experience before he makes a choice. And he was like, you know what kind of guys they are. I mean, nobody really, you know, wants that guy. And I'm like, no, but I really want him to date around <laughs> and, you know, have a little experience. And he was like, so you want him to be like that. And about that time I was done with the conversation. I'm like, yes, I'd like for my kid to be a man whore. That's right. That's exactly what I like. <laughs> and I was like, all of a sudden, like it dawned on me what I'd said. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Did I just tell the coach? I wanted my son to be a man whore. And all the other coaches like are literally dying. They hit the floor. I'm pretty sure nobody said that before. I was so horrified. I just kind of put my head down and was like, I think, I think we're good. Like I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, that was uh, quite the experience. And it was actually, uh, it was Baylor. <laughs> That's the school that we went to. <laughs> And I mean, we love all the like Coach Drew and all the coaches, Coach Tane. They were great. It was just funny. They're so great. And like you know, we still keep in touch today. Just like always, just check in with each other now and then. They're really good dudes. Nothing but respect and love for them. But that was kind of my first like time being put in that situation. I'm like, Mom, I'm not ready for this yet. Help me out. And that yeah. it was it was a pretty uh, funny experience. That's an all time moment from you, Mrs. Timmy. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was pretty horrifying. Like when it kind of when it you know because I was pretty I was getting pretty hot about it. Whatever. Like like let's back off. He's sixteen. Like give him a little. Space. <laughs> you called him a man. <laughs> like Jesus, like, no, mom. Yes, all right. <laughs> I was just like all of a sudden when I realized what I said. I mean, I was like, oh, you know. I mean, I don't know. I felt like you see I where like I get my mouth break. from. The apple does not fall far from the tree. And we had one of Drew's friends with us, and I was really good friends with his parents, and I kind of just looked down at the table like, oh, no. Like, please yeah. don't tell your parents. That's out of the bag now. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That, we, listen, I love Scott Drew. I love that whole staff. Like, even the one they've got, some of them have gone on to, to different places. Jerome Tang's obviously doing great. Like, they're, they're some of my absolute favorite people, so. Yeah. That's kind of, like, like, reminds me of, like, when my mom looks back on like taking my brother and I to go see stepbrothers or the hangover, like in the movie theaters and we're in like fourth and sixth grade. And my mom's looking around like, what the, f what did I just do here? Why did I bring <laughs> like, a, you know, I brought like an eight year old and a 10 year old. It's just like reminded me of that. Cause it's like, I can see why it would be embarrassing, but like, it's just so funny to like look back. On. It was, yeah. It was like looking back a lot funnier than it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt like I might have been Will Ferrell in that moment. Like it was not okay. <laughs> um, so you mentioned something to me about like helping Drew navigate through like online hate and just like obviously the way social media is the yeah. way it is and Drew's big personality. Like he's such an easy target, I guess. I mean, yeah. like people just love coming for him. But like, how have you guys worked through that with him this last couple of years? You know, so like parenting philosophy for me was always like a, a friend of mine told me this, like my, my, my biggest job is to prepare him to leave. And when I start considering that and he had gotten his first ball is life video and it goes out there and all of a sudden you start reading the comments and you're like, who are some of these grown people trolling a child? Like what is happening? And so I literally was kind of like, Oh my God, what, like, this is a lot, like, it's a lot on a kid. Right. And then he's going to go into college and like, you know, it's just Twitter is a, is can be really gross. Right. And so it just so happened right around that time, Jimmy Fallon was doing mean tweets. I don't know if you remember that where all the athletes would like get their mean tweets and they would read them out loud and everybody would laugh and it would be so funny. And so we started doing that with Drew. So like we would get his ball is life piece and we would have him in front of like us as his family and his friends, like, I'm like, Drew, read me some of those 
once and we would just sit there and laugh about kind of the mean side of it because I don't know, it's kind of easy to take it personal, I think, if you don't know how to handle it. And so we did. And I'm telling you, there are some real funny folks out there who had some hysterical, like <laughs> god awful things to say. But when you start reading them like mean tweets as a joke and start treating them like, you know, kind of with the worth that should be given to them, it was pretty funny. And so now, like Drew will tell you, like he loves the hostile environment. He loves some of those things and he just doesn't take anything too personally. That's great home training. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of just how like our family is though. Like we're always joking with each other. Like I, I call it on dick, but like it, there's nothing like that going. there's no God. like intent or anything <laughs> behind it. You know, it's just like kind of a joke and that's kind of how we just take like insults and everything. So I think that helped a lot too, just navigating social media and just everything that comes with being like a star in college basketball. Who are you talking about? A star? Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that three and sixteen game didn't look like a star, right? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, I was texting, I was texting Mrs. Timmy after that game, you and I was like, Megan. "I'm definitely Megan." I'm sorry. I'm just okay. That that's cool. that Megan. Bad. I was I was texting Megan after the game, and I was trying to be nice about like your shitty performance, and she she was just really right to the point. Like, nope, he just sucked. <laughs> it just I just like the openness of your guys' relationship and like being able to see both sides of it because like I'm the same way with my parents, so it's just like that's cool. Um, Megan, you said you had like just some things on like how you guys have helped Drew and how Drew's been able to navigate NIL these last two years and just like what that's been like yeah. for him and for you guys as well with you know having an agency this early in his career. Yeah, NIL is kind of crazy because when it you know everything kind of happened so fast, it kind of just rolled out and it was just here and there wasn't. So it felt, and it, and it a little bit now still feels a little wild, wild west. Like, what can you do? What can't you do? We're always super careful that we don't want to ever put Drew in a position to where he is in jeopardy because we didn't know. And so, like, we really had to, like, research it. We were so lucky that we knew Jermaine O'Neal and his group, and they could, like, help us some. And um, Gonzaga's compliance group is really good about um, trying to help educate. But even at that, like it's a lot. Um, like, you know, these kids are signing contracts and there's, you know, real ramifications. If you don't fulfill your contracts, there's, you know, taxing and understanding how your money works and all of that. And so, and not to mention there's, you know, can be a lot of traffic that comes through of like all of these deals and not all money is good money. Right. And so, um, we really had to kind of come up with a system to really determine like what goes in front of Drew, what doesn't, what's like, what, what's he capable of while he's being a student and an athlete, because the amount of time they spend working out and in school, and then honestly, just being a kid is significant. And so, you know, I mean, I do a lot of those things for him. Um, I read through those contracts. Yeah, you do. That's an, <laughs> that's an understatement. I mean, all like the commercials and everything I do, like it's a lot. And I, those commercials and everything, this podcast would not be available or happening if my mom wasn't there. Cause I can't tell you how much stuff I forget to do or things. And I have to get a call from my mom, like, <laughs> like wake up jackass, or, like do this, do that. I'm like, God, like, all right. Like, text Noah back. <laughs> yeah. Text Noah back. She goes, new year's literally January 1st at like 10 AM. I'm not even awake yet. She goes, can I get a post on Instagram, please? <laughs> like, Jesus, mom. Like, <laughs> I literally text back, like, this is how we're starting the new year off. But, like, she's always just making sure, like, I'm on, on top of my stuff and taking care of me. So, 
You're really appreciated, Mom. Thanks. You make the you make the gears go. Thank you, Drew. Megan, what is like a good? I I want for my own good. I don't want to use this against Drew, but I think the the listeners would enjoy too. What's just like a funny, embarrassing moment of Drew that makes you laugh? That like maybe it's embarrassing, but for you as a mom, you're like, oh, like. <laughs> Like I don't know, like just 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 something. <laughs> I don't even know how to word. I think you know what I mean. Well, like a cute puppy video. That's like, <laughs> damn, this puppy looks idiotic. But like the owner loves. I it. have to tell you, like I have like really like spent hours and long amounts of time trying to figure out how to embarrass Drew. Like he, you literally cannot embarrass him. Like we have, I mean, I we would. Like, give him a pink ballerina, you know, lunchbox takes school. He doesn't care. He loved it. He took it the whole time. We would do, like, he doesn't care. Like, he doesn't get embarrassed. Like, he's just, like, so comfortable in being stupid in his own skin. Like, he's totally fine with it. Like, the one thing she'd always try to do, like, every time she'd come up to school, would be like, oh, Drew, I love you so much. And, like, try to hug me and kiss me and everything in front of my friends or, like, when I'm talking to girls or something. I'm like, all right mom like i love you too like and i would just have to like hug and kiss her back you know it was just like all right i'll tell you the one thing he did that really well there's several things he's done that's horrified me but the one that he did i was like oh my god he's gonna come home and not graduate like here we go we was we went to one of the gu games and i'm like notoriously tense in the audience like i'm just super amped up i just want good things for him his teammates all of that but um so we're sitting there and they're finished with their warmups and they're coming back through the line before they do like to talk to all the coaches and, and get ready for the anthem. And all of a sudden Drew's big paw comes out on top of coach Few's head and rubs it and messes his hair up. And then he chest bumps him. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like we're, we're, we're not going to finish school. Like he's never going to get in a game again. Like what is happening? I was so horrified. Now he does it every game, but I don't know that anybody's ever done that before. You got to loosen the big dog up before a game. He's a, he's a little stressful. So, you know, just, yeah, Probably you know, give tense. him a little, like, like your good son, you know, a little, like <laughs> your son just played a baseball game, you know, like, <laughs> like that, you know, just, you just call coach view your son. No, no, I'm his son, <laughs> but, but you know, just like a little playful thing, get him a little loose. Cause that dude stresses and he gets pretty locked in. So I think it's good for him too, just to kind of relax a little bit, you know, and like de-stress a little bit. I'm not sure you knew that when you first did it. Like, I don't know what happened and what possessed you to actually stick your hand out and touch his hair. But like, I don't think you knew yeah. he was going to embrace that the first time you did it. Did you? No. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, fuck it. I don't know. Like, yeah. just got to go for it. But now it's our thing. So like, it, it cool. worked out well. I have to I like tell that. you, like cool. all the coaches I've ever had, I've never thought, I think I'm just going to try ruffling the hair and see what happens. Like, I don't know what possessed you. It's a good thing he doesn't really use product or anything either. It's not like you <laughs> messed, you know, you didn't really mess anything up up there. <laughs> um, okay, last question, Megan. Um, Drew at Gonzaga, preseason player of the year, just the, having the year he's having in his fourth year, just the player he is right now, like, when did you know he had the chance to be this player? Like, did you even think this this magnitude of you know who he is, how he how what he's become was possible? Like, what's your perspective on that? You know, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know when we thought that he could. I will say this: like, 
you know, you're always, you always kind of wonder like when somebody hits their ceiling and, and the fact is, is you just don't know. And we didn't, Drew kept getting better. He kept working hard. He loved it. He put in the time and the effort. And um, I think probably like his, maybe his junior or senior year, like you really saw the, like kind of the dog in him come out, like this will to win, um, to make things happen. And, you know, to me, that's not something you can coach. Like you have that or you don't, right? Like lots of guys can work hard. Lots of folks can, you know, maximize their stuff. But having that, um, I don't know, just that will to win, that ultra competitive piece, um, I, I think maybe around his junior or senior year, I'm like, he really has a chance to be like really good, but he always exceeds expectations. People try to put him in a box. People mm. try to say, Oh, this player's better than drew. Or, I mean, you know, this, you know, he's, he's not going to be a great college player or he's not going to be great at whatever next level. And yet somehow drew always finds a way. So I don't know. I never, I, I, I never underestimate him at this point. I know drew is going to get wherever drew wants to go because He's got a mean little dog in him that just will not settle for less. Mm. I like that. So. Yeah. Way to warm the heart up, Mom. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome, Drew. You're welcome. <laughs> I have names for you, but I'm not going to call you Monica. Thank you. I, it's greatly appreciated. All the quorum over here, Drew. Take notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, definitely got to get him out of that box. Looks like he's, right. you know, getting placed in another one. We were talking about it last week. What, you know? We all know what it is, but it it's funny because I I see I'm not I've only known Drew for a little bit of time, but I I can feel the energy like the same way. He's got that dog in him. He's got that little extra like I'm just gonna go get what I want. Um, yeah, he's a gamer. He wants to win, and he will find a way. And it's never doesn't have to be conventional, and it may not be, look like what anybody else does right now. Yet I will tell you, Drew, given the chance, has never disappointed. So that's kind of how he rolls. Yeah. Shout out Drew, even though this is his show, shout shout him out anyway. And shout out you, <laughs> shout out you, Megan, for coming on. This was, we've been planning this for a little bit of time. We knew a segment or two with you would be awesome, and it was great. So thank you so much for coming on, and thank you for everything you do for Drew and for helping us have this podcast because this has been awesome. So well, thanks, I mom. Love, love you. I love you. I've loved it just as much. So I'm I'm happy to do it. You guys are a great little team. So appreciate um, it. Yeah, I can't. We're like I, Shaq I, and I Kobe. Mm. Yeah. Braun and Wade. <laughs> no. Let's Damn it. Go. No. Charles Barkley and whoever, right? Like, We're going to get Charles Barkley on the podcast for you, too. I, I oh. promised you that. I told you that. My favorite guy. Yeah. I love him. I hope it happens. You said Jay Billis and Charles Barkley. Yes. So we're one of two right now. Too. Yep. All right. Cool. Folks, stay with us, though. When we come back, man, we got some great questions coming in from you guys that you wrote into the show. Uh, we're trying to read off as many of them as we can right when we come back. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back on the Gimme Timmy podcast. This is episode 10. I'm Noah Bono. Got Drew Timmy with me here. Drew, talk to me. Talk to him. Hey, guys, make sure you follow, like, subscribe, leave a star, write a review. You know the gimmick. But guess what? Valentine's is coming around. Love's in the air. If you Mm. want Cupid Arrow to you and your lover, to that special someone, Mm. you might have to follow or something, you know. Mm. Follow us at Gimme Timmy Pod, Twitter, Instagram, video highlights. See these cute little faces. Drew's, Drew had the stash for a little bit. I don't remember what episode he had it for, but it, it's been like two weeks, and my beard's already back to yeah. this like it's good, like good length texture. Dude. I guess is the right word. It's great length, but he he did. I think it was episode seven or episode eight or something. He had the stash in some of the videos. But all right, we got fan questions. We had a lot that you guys sent in, so I want to preface it with sorry if we do not get to your question. Um, kind of just gonna. Riff on whatever first ones that come up. First one, um, this is from JP the Catholic Zag. What would be the plot of Drew's quote? This is Sports Center commercial. I like that. That's a that's a fancy question. That is fancy. Um, that's out of the box. I like that, man. <laughs> Drew, what what is it? What's the plot? I guess maybe I could be like in a storage closet, like going through like a million white headbands or something. <laughs> <laughs> Or since I wore those beach shoes for so long that everybody had a problem with, I could be like trying to stitch them back together, like in a dark, like one lamp lit room or something. I don't know. Yeah, I envision I envision you building something. There's like a you know you have like a cold beverage near you. It's like a it's actually a beer, but the outside of it's not a beer, and you're like you know fixing a cabinet door in the ESPN office. <laughs> right. I don't know. You just look like you 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 should be building something in there. That's a good question though. I like that one. Um, all right, Leo underscore Felipe. Noah and Drew's favorite movie, favorite 2022 movie. I like mm. that one too, Drew. It's a spite. Start us fans. off. Fans. Fans. Yeah. We're only two in. And bravo, man. Two in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not going to lie, I loved Bullet Train. Bullet Train? The, yeah, I thought I was going to hate it. It looked pretty corny in the trailer and everything. I was like, eh, it'll be all right. And it was a great, and I mean great, like we're talking like two full Kim lovers just fornicating great <laughs> with comedy and action. I loved it. I've watched it like four times. Shout out my boys Lemon and Tangerine. They're super funny and good. Hmm. So uh, bullet train for me. I did not think I was going to like it. It surprised me. I think that's why I like it so much. Network? What, what was it on? What did you watch it on? It's on Netflix it's on right Netflix. now. But I saw it in theaters. Oh, nice. Shout out um, post-COVID lifestyle, baby. Yes, sir. Okay, my favorite movie. I actually watched like one or two days left in 2022. It was Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Dude, I haven't seen that yet. Bro, it's the guy. Uh, there was. It's the second version of Knives Out. The first one uh, was just called Knives Out. But the guy, the the, the detective that solves the cases, um, he plays James Bond. I don't know the actor's name. but God. Daniel Craig, right? 
Is that what it is? Yeah. I think so. Let me see. Yeah, Daniel Craig, you're spot on. Dude, uh. what a banger movie, man. Like, For real? The first Knives Out is amazing, and then, you you know, the second one's always risky. It's like, how are they going to follow it up? Mm-hmm. And, bro, I, yeah. I mean, it's a little long. Like, it's like it's like probably like a clean two and a half, maybe a little longer, like right around there. But, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was dialed in the whole time. It's just one of those things where you're like, I don't know. I don't. There's nothing to explain. Like it's a mystery. You, you saw that house that they were in went for four, listed for four hundred fifty million. The island that they were on. Yeah, like they like Dude. listed that house on the market yeah. or something. It looks like it's them. worth way more than four hundred fifty million. I, I don't know what four hundred fifty million dollars looks like, but like in the movie, you're like can't Dude. even process how much money <laughs> that would be. That's you're crazy. Like, where are these people, bro? Like it was <laughs> yeah. sick though. Really good movie. Um, okay, next one. H. Peterson 218. How does Drew feel about Tommy Lloyd leaving and his success at Arizona? God, another good question, man. Great question. Um, I hated to see him go. Like, I, I loved the dude. <laughs> and he took he took a bunch of our guys with him. All great dudes. So sad to see him go, but like couldn't be couldn't be happier for him just to see like the success he's having. And then even like Big O's going crazy, like. It's just great to see like your brothers and family do so well. And like, I mean, we're not surprised by it just because like, you know, that's just a testament to who they are and like what made the Zach program so great. But like, it's cool as much as I hate it just because I, I love being around those guys every day, but love to see it. Dope, dope, dope. Okay. Next one, we got Riley Wren, uh, Drew's favorite players to watch NBA and college basketball. Um, I would, I would say I would really like to watch like my friends play. So like just guys I've like played against or know like really well, I always try to watch their games, but like some like guys I don't know, like I really like to watch Jokic. I mean, obviously (laughs) it's pretty easy to draw that connection, but I like to watch like Embiid as well. And then, um, Luke is always fun to watch just being a Mavs fan and just how he always plays at his own pace. And he kind of has his unique style of play. So like I get think that those man are, I, some help, dude. Get him some help, okay? Um, those are all Mavericks, good players. Come on, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one we got favorite food spot in Spokane. I ain't gonna lie. There's really not many places to eat up here. Now I will say that like I'm pretty lazy and I don't like to go out of like a t- five to ten mile radius of my place. Right. But um, like if you did some exploring, you probably would find a good one. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. I like really was looking, but yeah, I don't know. If people have some suggestions, I'd love to hear them. Yeah, the places maybe to go explore. Yeah, send them Drew's way. All right, Kirsten Chadwick. Um, is there a teammate? Did you that you learned the? Well, am I illiterate? What teammate did you learn the most from coming up? Jesus, dude, these are some great questions yeah they're firing some good ones um i don't know i think like you learn something from everyone i guess so like just a culmination of people i mean that's a pretty basic answer screw you give us a couple nuggets i ain't doing that i I, I mean (laughs) like obviously like Corey, tilly like probably those two guys the most i would say okay like like, i'll ask i'll ask a more in-depth question freshman year you don't know dick tilly gives you what I mean, Tilly, just, like, watching how he worked and how he just handled himself in the offense just because, like, as a big and Gonzaga, you're the quarterback. Like, right. literally just learned all the, like, 
like how to make a play within the play without going outside of the play from him. Right, Just right. being able to improv within the flow. So I would definitely say him then. Okay, I like that. All right, Jacob Corder. What shows or movies do y'all recommend? I like these movie TV show questions, man. I, I do, do too, man. So I'm finna, I'm finna show y'all some flavor because I, I watch a wide variety of shows. So some flavor. All yeah, right. Talk about your variety. I know a little bit about right. it. So we got Law & Order SVU if you're feeling serious. Goddamn. You want some good drama. Goddamn classic. Then we got Breaking Bad, some action, some some brisket. Like, you, they going to get to it. Some throwbacks, man. But, like, Vinland Saga, little anime piece. Season 2 just dropped the other day. Mm. Great show. Okay. Great show. And then if you want something funny, South Park's a banger, Family Guy. Like, uh, give us, like, a current, like, what's, like, maybe something, like, a new current type show. Mm, not like nuke. you said that anime season two drop what's like a current non-animated anime type thing you're maybe vibing with i'm curious mm. too honestly Dang. i watched a show like two episodes at like 3 a.m so i wasn't really paying attention but i kind of just put it on a background noise and it was a cartoon on uh, Hulu. I forgot it what was it was called. It was a cartoon. Called. I asked for a non-cartoon. The guy goes to Oh, a you cartoon. said non-cartoon? <laughs> Sorry. This fucking guy, South Park, Family Guy, <laughs> anime. Oh, I watched another cartoon. Dude. Okay, well, I, I want to start Better... or uh, Better Call the, Saul? The, yeah, Better Call Saul. I know it's old, but I haven't seen it yet, but I really like Breaking Bad. So yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about going into that. Um, I'm not like a huge TV movie guy during basketball season because I'm a... I'm a You're sicko. You're a junk rat, a student of the game. I'm not a, yada, I'm a, yada, just a yada, sicko. We get it. Just a we sicko. I just like watch a bunch. Of, but I will say the the most recent show I watched, I just finished season one, uh, The White Lotus on HBO Max. It's like a white satire, like just, God, it's just so fantastic. <laughs> the resort manager is just, I, uh, if, if anybody listening to this has watched it, you know, you just know. It's just, it's just one of those. I just like, don't know. They're in Hawaii. I, I, I might know though, but I don't. You should watch it, Drew. You would definitely like it. It's funny. It's so funny and just like out there and just I don't know. It's it's got good vibes. They're in Hawaii. The scenery's good. The music. I love the music in the show. Like it's just so like mysterious and like it just draws you in. Like it. I don't know. It's just got a good ring to it. All right. Enough of our TV movie rants. I think we've <laughs> we I've said this multiple podcasts ago that we sh we we needed to do like a little bit longer segment on just like some tvs tv shows and some movies because i know we both you especially you got you got a wide range um of just like a lot of different spices man yeah a little different spices i think we i think we threw a couple different good seasonings on this one right now all right but last question hmm. this is what is the team you have most and least liked playing in the WCC. I think we kind of touched on this a little bit in segment one, but <laughs> what team I most like playing. Um, I really like playing like BYU just cause their student section is so crazy. Like at BYU, it's fun. Kind of touched on that earlier. My least favorite place to play would probably be Pacific just cause like, it's just not just, eh, like it's, I don't know. There's really nothing like there, I guess. Oh, I, I have a, I have a, uh, two more quick ones. Bonus questions. Yeah, bonus questions. I like a little bonus question. Favorite thing someone said to you while you were playing during a game. This is from Antoine Nugent Photography. Um, I think it's pretty funny when people are like 
go fuck yourself or suck a dick. <laughs> I think that shit's pretty funny. But that's not uh, coming yeah. from opposing teams, right? That's coming from like or that that's coming from like fans. Yeah, yeah. Or like there was this one sign in high school at our rival high school and it said like Drew Timmy eats babies. And I was like, you know what? That's creative. That's funny. That's new. That's innovative. So I, I like that one too. Okay. Last two oh, I said we had two bonus questions. I'm adding in a third. Um <laughs> oh, yeah. Metro Metro Belin, Belin, would you ever shave the stash? Um, I mean, you do kind of already. I mean, I guess like I get annoyed when I shave. Like I used to shave. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you look like such a baby. Uh. Like that's why I leave the stash because it's just enough to keep the flair and like keep the beard like thing going without everyone saying, oh, you look like a kid. So like, yeah, like when I shave like and just have the stash, it's like that's me shaving. Now, maybe I will. Who knows? But probably not. Do you have a... This is another question. How did you master the post-game footwork? Jack Himmy. Oh, Jack Himmy. We know him. I've, I think we've seen that name before, huh? Probably. Probably. Um, Yeah, just my dad pretty much just kicking my ass. <laughs> like, yeah. He would make me like pivot around and like find ways to score on him, but I couldn't score on him until he said so. So, like, I'd have to pivot and create an angle where I could score, but I couldn't shoot it until he said so. So, I'd have to, like, keep my pivot foot while just right. keep moving around him and, like, creating angles while just staying, like, in that confined space but trying to create as much space as I could. So, that drill is kind of a weird one that we did. But, like, that helped a lot. Great home training from the Timmy parents. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, last one. Vinny... Fourth bonus. Fourth quarter yeah, push. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck. I guess we're just right. This is the true last one. Vinny... Saglambini, gotta be Italian. Who's Aren't the... you Italian? Shouldn't you ace I, that? I don't know. I, I mean, just you know, that doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, I should have. But a I fake didn't. Italian. Who's the best FIFA player on the team? Down to play, if you are with the eye emojis. <laughs> this man wants smoke. <sighs> All right, I ain't gonna lie. I could be a dick and say me, but I gotta pay my respects to my man Anton because. He beat me 1-0 the last game we played. Oh, you and, suck. Um, suck. I would, give, I would give him the edge. You know, it's probably like 55-45 him or him to me. So I'm, I'm going to be respectful. It's a pretty big margin, man. It's a 10% margin if you can do math. <laughs> hey, so, uh, um, is that directed at me, fucker? <laughs> I can do math. I'm just saying, like, you gave yourself not a great – like, you could have said, yeah, it's like 52-48, like – but you're pretty much saying you ain't that close to him. Like you got some ground to cover, bro. No, 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 no. Like, like, dude, I didn't want to be that jackass. Like, oh, it's fifty-one to forty-nine. Like, <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? I think like, you may. I think you are the jackass for you know. You gave him. You gave him a big cushion. Like now, I think you suck at FIFA, and Vinny would bust that ass. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. I'm living rent free in Vinny's head right now. <laughs> He's like, damn. He said he wants smoke. He doesn't want it. He said down he to says play he if wants you it, are. But then he's going to see my squad, and he's going to be like, damn, can I really hang with these boys? Mm. My mm. ultimate team? Chef's kiss. Chef's, chef's kiss. French, chef's French kiss. Chef's French actually. kiss. Now let's end it on Chef's French kiss, man. Drew, this was a good one, man. We had switched it up. We love the diversity of the show. We did me and you. We, we had your mom on. We went and we, we interacted with the fans, man. Episode 10, like you said, double digits. And we're just going to keep moving. We got some more guests in store for the people out there. Don't you the worry. The train's going to keep rolling. We're steamrolling down the tracks. We'll keep rolling. We keep sending your questions. Please keep supporting. 
subscribing, following. Um, we do appreciate it. Drew's sending what are you what are you sending arrows to people cupid arrows for you and your lover but yeah for real man we really love y'all appreciate y'all and we love doing this and uh man with y'all's continued support we'd love nothing more than just to keep rolling just because it's just so much fun to be able to just kind of interact with everyone so uh thank you guys couldn't be more grateful preach see you guys next week This has been a presentation of the College Athletes Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.